Welcome back to another One for Paul. This is the show where I take my sound producer, Mr. Paul Drewlitt. Hello. And take you through the world of pop culture. Halloween is vastly approaching us this year, Paul. So yeah. I thought we'd go dip our toe back into the slightly more comedic horror realm to get you more adjusted to horror. I have to say thank you for all of this, like, weaning me onto horror stuff, because I managed to watch series one of uh, Stranger Things. Oh, and wow. I, I don't know if I would have been able to handle that a year ago. So uh, you enjoyed it, yeah. I really liked it, yeah. yeah. So you might even crack on for season two and three. I think so. I, I was going to talk to you about doing maybe a series about it. That would be fun. A couple of little uh, season one recap not, and a season two recap. Not my cup of tea, but I think Mister Chapman might be up with doing that. Yeah. Dan, if you're listening, I'll have a t-shirt. Yes, he will. But today we're discussing a, a personal favorite of mine because I meta humor is one of my favorite things. That's why I love Community. I'm currently watching it. Actually, watching this made me want to watch Community again because I feel like this is Dan Harmon's version of a horror movie. Um, the, the film we're discussing today is the 2015 um, horror comedy, uh, The Final Girls. That's right. Welcome to Spinal Girls. The story of a regular high school girl trying to fit in at a new school. But what will her classmates think when it turns out she's secretly a skeleton? I'm pretty sure that's an episode of Beyond Belief. And is she the only skeleton? Uh, by the way, it's pronounced Skellington. And no. <laughs> no, this is, uh, this is the... Uh, it's a... It's a gr- it's hard if you sub- if you summarize the movie it is basically the entire plot. So why don't we kick off with how the movie starts? Yeah, we fade into a bad '80s movie trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl, I'm concerned that there might be some corners that evil isn't hiding behind. Can you confirm that evil is in fact hiding behind every, every corner? corner? Yeah, it's proper '80s uh, trailer voice. It's it's a setup. It's a setup for the slasher movie, um, the '86 slasher movie called uh, Camp Bloodbath. Yeah, which they is won't be singing "Kumbaya." They'll be screaming "Kumbaya No." Ah! Uh, this is the worst, Carl. What am I watching? <laughs> um, it's the setup. I don't hate it, it, but what am I watching? After the end of the trailer, it pans out to Max Cartwright is sitting in the car waiting for her actress mom, who we saw in the trailer as Na- playing Nancy, coming back to the car. After a failed audition. Pack your bags for Camp Bloodbath, where the only marshmallow that will roast is your sanity. Yeah. Fuck It's the 80s, mate. That's how you sold movies. That's how you sold horror movies. It's still evidently how you sell it. Because I'm sort of like, I'm just sort of in now. (laughs) This is how you sell comedy now, I think. Yeah. Uh, But... So actual fade in this time. Teen girl waiting in car for her mother who is auditioning for a part who comes out smoking a cigarette. Maybe the casting directors know her from that arc in CSI where she played a bipolar mistress. Actually, no, looks like she's only remembered for that one cult film she did 20 years ago. Yeah, it's a thing with certain actors you hear about that they do an iconic movie and then they never get out of the shadow of it. Um, Adam West's a huge example of that from Batman. He never really got out of the shadow of it. Uh, disagree Family Guy. After, yeah, but how many years afterwards? He was still trying to be an actor after 67. He didn't do what Family did Guy. What did in the meantime? He did bits and pieces, like small parts. He never had mm. a big role. Um, there was always a campaign to make him Alfred in the Batman movies because he was of age to play Alfred, which sure. would have been a nice nod. And he's, he has that dotingness to him. Sure, but I don't know if I would have given up Michael Caine. But I, I hear you. Oh, so, no, no, like, I'm this talking about the 90s thing. Batmans. Oh, wow. The, the uh, Tim Burton's and the Schumacher Batmans. I'm not even sure I remember those Alfreds, but final it was the girls. same. Al- it was the same Alfred, a lovely, dolterio old man. I can't remember the actor's name. Yeah, well, this is away. it. 
He ever since he got his big part in Batman and Robin when he was dying. So is this like a normal thing though? Like someone appears in the cult film and then just never. Sometimes goes you are you. Everybody has that one role they're recognized for. If you're lucky, you become a big enough actor that you do multiple roles. But Daniel Radcliffe was always renowned for Harry Potter until he did a lot of different roles. Yeah, I remember after Harry Potter, he sort of did like every. He did it's legitimate theater. Corns. He did like a thing where he was naked for a while. And- oh, uh, that's uh, the Oedipus. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was a play. Yeah, when he's, um, he shags holes. I never saw and it. And you saw Harry's wand on stage if you were lucky enough to pay the money. <laughs> God damn it, Carl. Uh, it yeah. has full frontal nudity. I know, you're right. I'm just laughing because I'm uncomfortable. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry should, we get, should we get back to these guys? Uh, to Max, yeah, sure. Max and Amanda, so that, not Nancy. And her real name is Nan, uh, Amanda, Amanda Cartwright. Cartwright but, Amanda Cartwright. But going forth after this scene, we will be referring to her as Nancy. But yeah, her daughter loves her, though. So it turns out they have a really good relationship. But Max, the daughter, seems to be the responsible one. Mm. But hey, hang on, Carl. She just told her daughter that she loves her. That does mean she's about to die, right? Not as quickly as you think it should happen, but yeah. Yeah, like legitimately. Literally, uh, Max, a Max per, uh, accidentally spills um, a diet soda of some kind. I'm going to assume. Yeah. All over her mum's headshots. She gets a bit annoyed, reaches down to get to kind of look at her and doesn't see a truck coming up and the car's hit. And uh, rolls over. Rolls Somehow over. Max is not killed, which is crazy. Uh, if you notice, Max is wearing a seatbelt and Nancy isn't. I did not notice that. Now yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, that's what happens. That'll happen. Wear a seatbelt, kids. Always, always buckle up, kids. Always buckle up. As someone who's been in a car accident, always buckled. You've been in a car accident? Mm, years ago. I'm oh. fine. Like, I, 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 was, I was buckled up. Yeah, good. So three years later, I know this is three years later because there was a title card telling me so. Title card. <laughs> Coming this fall. <laughs> title card. <laughs> That's a shout out to James A. Janice. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize. I thought I was just making up a funny. People who know that name knows what I'm talking about. And it was relative to this because he's actually covered, he hasn't covered this movie, but says he wants to. Max is still sad, understandably, and schemes to keep a VHS tape of her and her mother playing in a loop in her room. I hope she has copies of that, because VHS degrades quickly. Can I just say, I had a twinge of nostalgia seeing that built-in video TV, like... That's uh, a fun object. I had one of those. I did too. Uh, Everyone, I think every kid around our age had one in their bedroom. That was your, your, your first personal TV. I kind of was a little different, but yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my sister had one when she got her first room, but then it was, obviously, the complaint mm-hmm. is it's too small. Whatever, if it's three feet away, it's not too small. Oh, my, we used to have ours up on shelves and stuff. <laughs> no, we had, like, yeah, anyway. So, uh, her friend, however, so Gertie. Mel is sad, and she gets in a car with her friend. She's evidently living at her aunt's place now, because she'd have obviously. to. Uh, no dad around. I guess it turns out later she her dad left when she was little or something, or yeah. died when she was little. I forget. We're going with the we're going with the reverse Disney on this, where the dad isn't the strong. The mum died, and then the dad was never about. Said the other way around, whereas the mum's never about, and the dad's always there. Yeah, it's the reverse Disney, otherwise known as the Brave. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course the Brave. Yeah. Um, 
we also um, they go. Uh, Alex is on. Oh, sorry, Ma- Max is on her way to a study meeting with um, Chris, one yeah. of her friends, because she's doing Greek legends or Greek Greek myth stuff. Classics, yeah. I think classics. Call it. Yeah. But in the car, they have some great. Could I say this is the first appearance of the best person, Gertie? Oh yeah, Gertie's great. If you like her, I'd recommend the sitcom she does. I think it's Broad City. The sitcom. A sitcom. Got it. Mm. But uh, no, she's great. It's just like completely deadpan. Hey, just keep on keeping on. What does that even mean? Uh, something my therapist tells me all the time. <laughs> you have a therapist? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does that help you deal? Not really. It's a physical therapist. <laughs> just perfect. Carl, who is this comedic comedic genius person? Uh, the actress's name is Ali Sorkat. She's so good. I need later we'll find out everything else she's been in and I'm gonna binge um, everything because she's, she's super good. She was in Arrested Development. Never heard of it. Uh she's current she's done a couple of bits in a show called The Search Party, which is all right, and she's appeared on uh Drunk History quite a bit. Okay. So now they I just quite like the little Everything is so cliche at this point. Uh, so, hey, we're going to meet this cute boy, and he's going to be help us study. No, when he said, you want to come over and study, did he say, I want you to come over and study? Or did he say, I want you to come study? study. My dick. Not, yeah. not that bit. Yeah. So they both go over to the diner to study the myth of Persephone. Carl, I'm concerned... <laughs> That maybe the audience won't understand how clever the writers are in their thematic retelling of the story of Persephone. You think we ought to devote an entire scene to making sure everyone's up to speed, or should we respect the audience's intelligence? No, they're dum-dums. No, yeah, we need to really spell this shit out. (laughs) Ever since the Superman one we did, I'm just seeing this shit everywhere. It's like, I'm going to tell you about a, a different and potentially much better story that we're calling back to because I'm concerned you won't understand how great we are. Like guys, no stop. I'm one <laughs> I'm, I'm always one for a reference, not a reference around down your throat. Yeah, it it's no longer a reference if you're sitting there explaining It's not, it's the not reference. good if you're going, "Huh? Uh, see what we did?" It's I would say it's even that's a step up if you're going, "Eh? Eh? Yeah. Eh? You see what I did there?" as opposed to so um just um, so you know. Just so you know, there's this myth that's a thing, and she goes into the underworld, and she can't look back. Otherwise, if she does, then she's going to... Yeah. Guys, it's the internet. If somebody doesn't know what Persephone is, they're going to fucking Google it. I think it's just a scene for the, the, the proof that they actually are doing stuff on the Greek classics. Show them with a book. But then... but then do, the, do a little reveal shot with a book that says classics on it and go like, oh, shit, I'm having trouble with this. Only if it has sarcastic um, air quotes around it. Yeah. Classics. You know. Such a classic. You know, like Persephone and Homer and The Simpsons. Classics. You know, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Love them. Yeah, legend. No, legends. That's later on. Mysterious um, myths. But then Gertie's stepbrother legendary. Duncan turns up, who is basically Abed, me. <laughs> Duncan is just you. Yeah. He's yeah. a taller, hairier, two-eyed you. I I am no problems being compared to Thomas Middleditch. He's so good. <laughs> but yeah, it turns out that Max's best friend's brother, Duncan... Is obs- this is Gertie's brother. Is obsessed with horror movies, his favorite horror series being the Camp Bloodbath series, and asks Max if she will come down to a anniversary screening tonight of 
one and two because obviously she's the progeny of Nancy, the original final girl. Yeah, so this is the the third, no, I guess, anniversary. Not the final girl. She's not Ma- Nancy's not a final girl. Sorry. No, she's not. But could she get her ass stabbed in a waterbed? What kind of camp has a waterbed? Anyway, <laughs> so uh, super. This is all just like I, I don't know. The setup was a little like okay. I see what they're doing. I is it be... maybe going along a little too far? But at any time Gertie shows up with jokes, I'm like, all right, this, I'm okay now. This is fine. This is great. And they don't linger on it too long because no, they go it's to literally the, the next scene is yeah. them in the movie theater. Yeah, and they go to the movie theater, and you know Max doesn't really want to go because let's be clear, this is still like your people congregating to talk about the thing about your dead mother and she the last conversation you, you had, had was, was about how much she hated being in that movie how much she hated the being trapped in her career by that movie right mm-hmm. so i don't know man i I, like, I i can see mac i like that they've given max a proper like it took some arm wringing from Duncan to be like, I will just do all of your assignments. I will do all your assignments. You just have to come. You don't have to do the Q and A. You're gonna do the Q and A, but you don't have to do the Q and A. Like you don't have to do the Q and A. Just show up and like I can say from this stage or something. Like, what yeah, yeah. And you know, to her credit, you know, it, she, I guess she's still like fine. This is. It, she's thinking that I just want my life simpler. He definitely knows the classics. If he writes mm. my papers, I'm least gonna get a good grade. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, cue the, uh, so Chris is there, her, her, uh, her squeeze. Yeah. Uh, well, she, they, they're, they're study partners. They're study partners. They're studying together. They're going to, yeah, they're going to study, study all stuff. kinds of things. Maybe human anatomy one night. We just no, don't no. know. Classics. Classics first. Oh, well, yeah. You gotta go. Uh, you gotta, you gotta take go, care of business. You gotta go above the bra, then under the bra. You gotta take care of, you gotta take care of business. Then you go down south. Yeah. Sorry. You got to take uh, care of lost in taking care of business. Yeah. Uh but we also You can't do any business unless you're wearing your business, business hat. <laughs> and what? Bu- and business sucks. Oh no, I didn't get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> we um they are at the movie theater and we are all now introduced to Chris's ex girlfriend and Max's former best friend Vicky. Yeah. Jealous ex girlfriend trying to make the main <laughs> character's current love interest jealous in a misguided attempt to get jiggly. Yeah. Who we bring... never see him again. We, what, Trent? Who? Yeah. I, I love the fact she got a guy to drive her to the movie theater so she could go crash her ex-boyfriend and her former best friend. Yeah, and then he's just nowhere. Yeah. She goes, and she goes like, you know, he got really sick really quickly. How crazy. Anyway, Chris, I'm <laughs> going to... Yeah, mm. Like, granted, Chris and Max are not actually an item at this point. But it's he's there's definitely the potential. But there's definitely, the, like, she should be like, okay, I'm I, back again off. If Paul, I can tell it. you, there's not many girls that I'll put M&Ms into my popcorn for. That's all I'm saying, Paul. It seemed to me that Chris was just going to do that anyway. And yeah, but the way he suggested it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you don't. Hey, do, I'm going to try You don't pay crazy. extra for M&Ms. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, so, Max, I'm going to try something crazy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to put M&M's in the popcorn. Oh, yeah, cool. That also works. <laughs> I see. Now I can't even. That's funnier than if I actually put in the the sound effect. I know. You right. found the code. Oh, yeah. I could see the. I, I, I remember, <laughs> remember, all I see is ones and zeros. 
<laughs> You've cracked the code. Now I have to find a new bit, a new audio bit. You'll find it. You have you have a literally you are a sound man and a sound guy. Thank you. Um, Is that going on a shirt? I don't want that on a shirt. <laughs> I kind of want that on a shirt. You want that? I kind of want that on a shirt. But yeah, the movie Billy is bullied. By... Oh, whoa, you've jumped way ahead. Have I jumped way ahead? She's We're not even in the film yet. No, she's not even in the film yet. We are there attending the movie. The film oh, no, she's, she's eating Adderall all day. Yep. And uh, she's probably going to pee on him just to mark her territory. Yep. Once again, Gertie has the best lines. Yeah. But yeah, dorky, nerdy guy jumps over the velvet rope Bang. in an attempt to... <laughs> oh, God. I didn't realize until... that At the end of the movie, there is like a couple little... Uh, BTS stuff uh, behind the scenes or whatever or outtakes and on one of them yeah the gag reel includes him jumping over and it seems legitimately injuring his foot oh yeah no he ate shit oh no he ate shit on that movie that's a bad landing don't do that he ate shit on that movie. He admitted he's admitted on I think it was uh, Doug Loves Movies when he actually did the they actually had some of the cast on for this movie. Oh okay. And I think he said yeah he fucked his ankle up on set. That's one of the reasons he's the first killed off. He was supposed to last a bit longer. Oh yeah, but he was just like <laughs> I, I can't I can stand. Do it. There. I can't stand. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh that's no fun. But um they then um so they enter the movie theater they all sit down the movie's in swing we get a bit more of the dark, a bit more of the cheesy 80s action especially with adam divine playing i think it's and randy i can't remember what sure. the or whatever the douchebag's name is, the horny douchebag who sleeps with nancy's name is uh kurt kurt you're right yeah kurt, kurt yeah yeah Oh, I, I got He's this in. Kinda, mm. I, I got this in juvie. Um, uh, I was always steering cherries. I'm a cherry thief. He's he's a cherry thief, Carl. Yeah, he's a God, cherry thief. Fuck. Whoever is writing this understands eighties horror I'm not in a way that I assume because I've not seen a lot of eighties horror. It's very, it's very is it that accurate? Yeah, this is. I had so much trouble coming up with jokes for this episode, Carl. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm trying yeah, but, so hard, but I, I this is not my world. At yeah, all. but this is just this is the greatest way to show you the formula of eighties eighties horror movie by showing me a pastiche of it. Yeah. No, so this is actually like real on the nose. Then it's very accurate. To most of them oh, oh, okay, yeah. so obviously were... we've met a humor and everything thrown in but yeah generally that's how it is you always have the the the, the uh was it the body count the yeah. people you know who are gonna die your final girl who's always sad as a virgin virtuous but is a bit of a badass yeah you know you don't have sex you don't do drugs you are uh you are just the model of a good christian girl Basically, that's how you survive in Amer- in eighties horror movies. Eighties uh, American horror movie, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So in the movie theater, though, we're still in the movie theater. But a gentleman has knocked over a bottle of whiskey, whilst vodka. Enough, a vodka. Sorry, while so another it was clear spirits of some well, kind, well, and another well, dude has lit a cigarette in the theater. I can tell you from experience that is not a cigarette. <laughs> he lit a joint. Oh, <laughs> it's America. It's mostly Colorado. It's legal there. It wasn't in 2015, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, was it? Okay. That was when it became legalized. It's been legalized for four years. Oh, cool. So they were really ahead of time. time. And then the theater goes up and they all decide, right, where are we going to go? We can't get out of the exit. Oh, no. It's full of the people. Fire. The fire. So oh, no. They... We can't go out of the fire exit. The fire exit is on fire. Right. So that is a bad exit. So let's run through the movie screen. There's a door behind it. Uh, yeah, in a lot of places there will be. And then shenanigans happen shenanigans there's some kind of white blurry blinding light and then they all wake up in the forest they cut through it using the machete that somebody had brought to the movie theater carl 
Somebody brought a machete into a movie theater in Colorado in 2015. Think carefully for a second. Yeah, I know where you're coming from with that. But no. on the other hand, side of it, you have baseball games where it's bring your own bat. So what do you know? Is that a real thing? Yeah. Oh, my God. Somebody was not thinking. Anyway, so I think it's I think it's one of those things because certain batsmen sign them. I think they have like a signing that day, so you could bring a bat for it to be signed, and then they. So you're suggesting that this is a sign your own machete day. Everyone, bring your own machete. You could have thought stars would have turned up. I've got friends that got signed. I I know people that got signed machetes from various Jasons. They struggled to get the daughter of the actress. I'm ninety percent. It's good enough. Some people are obscure. Suppose. But then they end up in the forest. How? How? To quote um, Paul Drulick from our Avengers Endgame review, but what if but time travel? What if but time travel? <laughs> but oh no. What if but... What, what, oh. what if... What if... Uh, what if but... Dimension hopping? I don't even know if it's a dimension thing. Group hallucination i just want to point out this is purgatory i just kind of want to point out uh, in that sequence that we said like there is a fire the cinematography in that section the shot choice and the swirliness is so good super dreamlike i i just needed the shout out whoever the dop was on that section because yeah yeah uh but also yeah legit watching a sex scene ellie smolkin beautiful yeah i like these shot choices a lot of them uh, watching a sex scene in a movie where your parents are in the room is pretty awkward. Agreed? Yep. Watching a sex scene your mother starred in is possibly more awkward. Yep. Only way to get more awkward than that is if you're watching the sex scene your mother was in with your mother in the room and she's gently encouraging you like, eh, eh, it's pretty good, right? Literally the only way to do it. And this is maybe even more awkward than that because it's like your dead mother. Yeah. The memory of your dead mother is going, eh, eh, pretty good, right? <sighs> so, yeah, I can't imagine that experience. I'm very glad my parents are not in major Hollywood pictures or cult movies. I'm just glad my parents' movies never made it to the public. But that's a story for another time. Dun, dun, dun. Um, but they wake up in the forest. They decide to get to a stretch of road and wait, trying to figure out there's no cell signal. Then a camper van blaring Mickey. Hey, Mickey, you're... Yes quite attractive i guess you're you're so attractive that you're probably gonna you know do something to my brain i guess you know i go out <laughs> i'm channeling my inner 15 year old dork yeah yeah it shows your, do- just... your, your dork showing <laughs> carl i swear to God. all right <laughs> uh, it's always showing oh god put it away that's it shouldn't be that color. Don't, don't show your dork in never, public. Never get your dork out in public, kids. No. No. God damn. Where, what have we done? But, but free the nerd. Free, free the, the nerd. nerd. Free the nerd. But yeah, if this is a dream, there's a very strong chance that dad is going to come up to us naked and offer us some pecan pie. But don't take any. It's not pecan pie. It is not pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, you have the second best lines in the movie. Oh, yeah, 92 minutes later exactly, the movie has looped. Oh, uh, no, we sit, they, well, the car comes up, the van comes up, and it's a real... Oh, I got ahead two, of it, yeah. Two of the, it's Kurt and... It's Kurt and Tina. Tina in the car, asking where the direction to camp Bluefinches. And they sort of go, uh, that way? Cool, we're having a psychotic episode. Wait, <laughs> all of us at the same time in the same way? No, probably, I don't know. 
Maybe it is me. Eh. Yeah. Then, um, but Duncan sort of goes wait and sets a timer. And sets on his- a timer on his watch, and exactly ninety-two minutes later. I haven't seen this movie, but have are they doing like an entire Groundhog Day? No. Basically, what it is is the whole movie. Um, the reason it's ninety-two minutes is because the movie's still playing. So the runtime of the movie's ninety-two minutes. So yeah, I got that. Playing on a loop. I got that. But what I'm getting at is: is this a Groundhog Day? No, no. no. Okay. I think it's because just, I haven't it's, seen it's, that movie. It's, it's just to prove that they're confined to the time of the movie. Got it. So if because they've not engaged with the film, the film will continue playing without them. So yeah, okay. They are dying, and uh, Billy's getting killed every ninety-two minutes. That's pretty grim. Fortunately, they have an expert with them. Duncan will save the day, surely. Of course, since they are trapped in the movie, Max's mum is here too, except it's not her mum, the actress playing Nancy. It's literally the character. It's not Amanda, it's Nancy. It's literally the character Nancy, which is so much even the weird. So much even the weird. Can we just point out the fact she has aged beautifully in 20 years? Like not a a day? I was going to bring that up. I actually don't mind it. No, it's fine. I don't mind it because uh, it's what, believable. She looks more adult, but again, it's hair. It's like it's less makeup. It's I was going that. to say it seems to me that the makeup department wins a fucking prize yeah. because that's subtle. Like Amanda, Amanda, mom, Amanda mm-hmm. just looks a bit older, and it's not due to like she hasn't actually aged. Of course, this is no the aging did not exist four years ago. This is not a thing. It's 2019, minus four No, is I'm just working out when... Um, minus okay. four is the thing. No, you're right, Ant-Man came out. No! Mo, we would have had a de-aging at that point, but not good de-aging. Not good de-aging, and could they afford it? No, this budget... That's what I'm this, saying! This had, like, no budget. Yeah, I'm saying, like, they didn't have de-aging. They couldn't. And even if they did, like, how much footage are they going to have of, like, whatever this actress? Yeah, this is a $4.5 million movie. This did yeah, not have de-aging. Not a thing. Interesting fact, though. What's the run to, what do you think the runtime is? 92 minutes. 91 minutes. Ah. That's how to get you. They missed a trick. <laughs> they could have just put in like... Another minute of B-roll. Oh, do you, want, do you want to bet they did that in the edit and then they were like, no, we just can't justify it. We need to cut this. We need to cut, just tighten it up very slightly. Yeah, uh, 100% agree. But yeah, uh, so pretty sure... So <sighs> Duncan is far too excited to be here. He's always too excited. Yeah, I guess he's just super enthusiastic about the fact that he's trapped in a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, I admire his uh, he, optimism, I guess. I think it's because he, he he loves these characters and just, I think he, it's his world, basically. So he's living a dream. It's like if you were to find everybody else in clerks. Is, oh, you would just show up to the oh, store just, and be just, like... Just the view askew of us alone. I know where I'm going. I know where to summon demons. Yeah, exactly. The what? Well, there's demons in Dogma. What? Yeah, Dogma's a religious movie. What? About two angels trying to st- get to a church so they can return to heaven after being exiled. Is that on the list? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's on the list. Just we the are whole, going through the okay. order. We have to do more rats and chasing Amy first. We will do. We that. already did mole rats. Then we'll do. We have to do chasing Amy. Then you were there for mole rats. Right. So in this movie, <laughs> um, <laughs> you you forced me to watch that movie. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you enjoyed that movie. That was all right. Yeah, I liked mole rats. But yeah, uh, so. They decide to all get into the van after one of the loops. Because Duncan sort of goes, well, what other option do we have here, guys? Like, it's just going to keep looping. So they decide to go into, they go to camp and then they're just trying to make, uh, figure out their thing. But parts of the movie are obviously now playing out in front of them. Mm-hmm. 
Which is yeah. clever. You can just you, you can film that footage as part of your movie and then use that footage in trailer to, for the fake movie. Yeah. It's very clever. I quite liked that. I quite liked that. Hey, the, that guitar is choice. Yeah. Cool. Great hair. Bitchin' hair. Yeah. Uh, where's the meat? Um, <clears throat> right right everywhere every they've just left the meat so they're trying to figure out if they can escape they're trying to see what they can do uh they tell them that they're new counselors but they're even the other counselors are trying to are starting a clock it's like we haven't got a list of any new counselors yeah Um, first though their hair is sad (laughs) kurt is kind of wonderful yeah adam divine generally in this these kind of roles are great like is it weird that uh what, what is uh jordan peele yeah. They seem to have very similar ways. Oh, Key, Key and Peele. No, yeah, uh, the the specific guy, Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Peele, yeah, yeah, Peele. yeah, yeah. Jordan Peele, th- this guy reminded me in his facial expressions and way of doing sort of facial humor. Mm. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like the, the way- They're very, both very expressive. Um, extremely. So I was yeah. like, that- Adam Devine, who yeah. he did, he does, he did workaholics. He's got a really good stand up on Netflix at the moment. Well, all I'm saying is, in the best possible way, he reminded me of one of the most hilarious people I've ever seen. So I'm like, oh my god, this is great! I love it. At one point, uh, they they need to take the van. Mm-hmm. They decide to steal Kurt's van and drive away because, like, well, we can't be here when people are dying. No, that would suck. So. Uh, Kurt is kind of wonderful because Vicky says, hey, so we're going to take your van. Oh, well, what are you going to do for me? Well, my friends won't beat you up. <laughs> Forgetting who her yeah. friends are yeah. directly. And Chris isn't next to them at this point. Chris is somewhere else. Yeah. He's just to the side somewhere with his like his face against a wall or something. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Different camp movie. Yay. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that like Duncan, Duncan is his name. I, I spent yeah. all that time trying to figure Duncan. out his name. We yeah. said it a bunch. Duncan uh, sort of gets looked at, and he goes, "Oh, oh no, I've never." I hey, could you he, just zing me? Just just, just zing, zing me. One, yeah, how about you go suck a turd? <laughs> oh god, classic, the writing's classic, so bad. Classic Kurt. Classic Kurt. <laughs> yeah, but Kurt sort of goes like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, so you're gonna beat me up." Hey, yeah, no, I've been in so many fights. Been in like six fights. You see this bicep smash? That would kill you. It's a karate technique. (laughs) Ah, yes. Back before MMA, I showed the general public what real fighting looks like, and everyone thought Bruce Lee stuff actually worked. It didn't? No. Ah. Well, in the movies, it did. Yay! But, like, you can't just hit Chuck Norris and expect something to... My references are very current. Yeah. I, 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 you're, lucky I get, you're lucky I get your references. Um, Welcome to 2005. Hulk, Hulk Hogan's a thing. Kurt decides to throw the keys into the bushes, leaving Max to have a conversation with her mother. I mean, Nancy. Mm. This is awkward. Because she's obviously she's going to fall into calling her mom and stuff like that. Well, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't yet. No, I know. I'm just saying that it's it it's clearly in the back of her mind. Yeah. That's in the back of our mind too. Like she's just going to call her mom and give the soul. Like who knows, right? But uh, as Max tr- uh, tries to avert her mother's, I mean Nancy's death by convincing her not to have sex with Kurt. I don't know why this takes an enormous amount of convincing. To be perfectly fair, because because uh, Tina told her some of the best feelings is getting high and having sex on a waterbed. True. Unfortunately, the camp does. And speaking from experience, it's quite fun. 
Where the fuck did you find a waterbed? Mate, you can't open the book of a land's life in the middle and start asking questions. <laughs> I can and I did. Come at me. Hey, I can also tell Actually you about... Actually, don't. I can also tell you, waterbed. I can tell you about those long-flying dresses. They've got great airflow. Sex is nothing to be afraid of. Tina's had sex twice today, and look at her. <laughs> isn't, she, isn't she just randomly... She's just randomly twerking on yeah. Chris, uh-huh. a very unimpressed Chris. She's <laughs> going, all right, no, I don't know why you're doing this, but okay. <laughs> I am not enjoying this. Whereupon Nancy My looks... body is doing that against my will. I am not enjoying this. <laughs> you sound like my mom. Right back at you. <laughs> I missed that little right back at you the yeah, first time yeah. I watched it. Oh, no, it's that good. was fun. Once again, for those who don't know the process, I'm watching the movie once just to watch it. I'm also then watching it to take notes and write jokes. Mm-hmm. But my jokes are not as funny as their jokes, so we're just going to tell you their jokes. It's, it's Generally, this movie is very... One of the best unsung horror comedies. Because it does... It, I bring it up to, like, my friends who are really into their horror, and they're like, it's a great little... Oh, yeah, that's how 80s horror were, but it's not a good movie. I'm like, it's so funny. It's so deadpan and meta. I guess if you're expecting a horror movie... Yeah. ...then it's not a good horror movie. It's got some jump scares. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't really know horror movies. I'm trying to put myself in their perspective. Yeah, I know, I know. I guess if you're super into horror, it's like, yeah, it's a fun little jaunt, I guess. But you're not necessarily expecting a comedy. Whereas for me, I felt like this is actually really nice because I can get, like, safely introduced to the horror tropes. But I'm a comedy guy and I've always been a comedy guy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'm sort of in my comfort zone and having little bits of stuff that from outside my comfort zone sort of prodding at me. I'm going, oh, this is actually pretty fun. I like this. So, Also, the mask is just ridiculous. Um, We'll get out to that in a minute when we meet Billy. Um, We are, they go into the woods to look for the keys at this point. And this is where we're introduced for one of the, the, to Billy at killing his first two victims. I can't believe we're about to casually watch someone get murdered. What is this, Detroit? (laughs) Fun fact. Across like a single bridge, like you could walk across this bridge, mm-hmm. you find yourself in Windsor, Ontario, which is one of the most pleasant and low crime towns in the goddamn world. And it's connected to Detroit. Yeah. Murder capital of the US. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, no no offense to Detroit. I've, been I've not the been sh- there. I've been to the shooting capital of the, of the US, which is Baltimore. Hollywood? No, Baltimore, Maryland. I was making a shooting joke yeah. and it didn't land. I'm no, sorry. No. Um I was driving through Maryland for my 21st birthday. I went to see my friend who was at John Hopkins University. As I like to call it, John Hopkins University was used for the for the filming of the Harvard scenes in uh, the social media. Okay. In the social network. Yeah, yeah, Instead of Harvard, that. it's John Hopkins University. Yeah. So John Hopkins, it's more Harvard than Harvard. I was going down the street and there's these blue flashing lights on every street corner. And I never questioned it. And he, and he kept, my friend kept me seeing me looking at them because I'm trying to figure out what they are. And I'm like, and he goes, oh, you've noticed the blue flashing lights? I went, yeah. Those are gun sensors. If a gunshot goes off, they can pinpoint exactly where the shot was by up to five meters. Oh, that's cool. I'm like, oh, good gravy. I feel safe. Yeah. And he's like, or, so when they, when he, the he went, he went, he, all he ever said to me was stay, stick to the main streets and don't go downtown after a certain time of the night. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. And there's a certain part where you have to blare ghetto music, otherwise you might get carjacked. Oh, I see. That is it okay if I don't go there? If you're from there, again, oh, no offense, dude, this is the I would, first time. I, I would happily go back to Baltimore. I had a great time in that city. Okay. 
Also, there's uh, two restaurants I would just go back for to eat again. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Uh, so they're looking for the keys, and Billy's um, dispenses of these first two victims. Yep. So, and then he's frozen, looking at the our, our team, our real world team. Yeah. Is it notable that the first guy to die in this horror movie about a horror movie is still the black guy? Of course, the black dude always dies first. Yeah, okay. I, even as a non-horror movie guy, I'm aware of this trope. Yeah. So, like, that's how deep this one goes. And then usually it's a pretty blonde or brunette. Yeah, so, like, we're two for two then. Mm-hmm. Because both of them... Usually next it's your weird... It, then usually it's your usual over-serious nerdy character. Yeah. So I wonder if this blood is all actually corn syrup. Like they're all just filled with corn syrup. Oh nope that that's blood. That's that's very much blood. Yeah. So pro tip: if it's red and sticky and not yours, don't touch it, and certainly <laughs> don't eat it. Because if that person had like stuff in there, then you now have stuff in you. This is eighty six. They're fine. Yeah, nothing bad was happening around bloodborne diseases in eighty six. You're absolutely right. Exactly. Yeah. Don't. Oh my god. So yeah, I think well, Duncan. I've, come, come on, Paul. It is the eighties, after all. It is the eighties. I think Duncan was really hoping that they could just live and observe. I he because he he thought he was going to like sit in a Hyatt Attenborough style and watch the. It's not that past. he he provokes Billy a little bit because Billy's he's right. Billy doesn't know what to do with them. They they're not part of the movie, so he doesn't know what to do. But then, of course. Duncan being Duncan tries to get a selfie, gets right up in uh, Billy's face, and Billy just decides to cut him in half. Now, this is where I need to ask you, is like the slightly doesn't understand the situation nerdy guy taking a, or is, is there like a, I'm going to take a selfie, yay, is that like a, oh, you're about to die moment in horror movies? Uh, no, it's one of those things of, it's like, uh, oh, when, uh, it, you're, you're distracted, you're not paying attention to the killer. It's like, oh, it's, I see. It's, it's that trope of... um. Oh, well, oh, we're all safe now. Might as well just straighten my tie. Yeah, okay, I got it. So that's... So even this oh, thing Oh, no, I've, like, got, I've got an important text message. <laughs> got it. So, like, this, even this is, like, the horror movie guy is hoisted by it, his own petard. Yeah, basically. He's being too flashy in front of a killer, thinking, oh, I can get away with this, and then the killer uh, just straights up, murders his ass! Yeah, blade straight into the side. That looks like it's going to hurt. So yeah, maybe it's gonna leave a wicked skull. So maybe they can only get out when the movie's over. Fortunately, movies like this always end when the final when the final girl kills the main bad guy and the credits roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all they have to do is wait for Paula, who is a character in this in this movie. She's the badass uh, virgin who badass virgin priest lady, I guess. Uh, she's like a she's like a, a hardcore rebel, but. She's um, she she's not taking no fools, so it's believable that she's a virgin. She's saving herself for someone who's sure. as rad as she is. She's so rad. It's very eighties kind of. So thing. rad. So, yeah, it virginity like, is cool, kids. Yeah, virginity is a real thing in in horror movies. Virginity is a superpower. <laughs> oh god, you are immortal if oh, you have god. not touched a wingus. <laughs> wingus. <laughs> Uh, but it looks like, uh, yeah, that's your t-shirt for this show. <laughs> I just, I had another Virginity's line. a superpower. Virginity is a superpower <laughs> in, hor- provided you're in a 1980s horror movie. movie. That's the small unders bit. 
Oh my god. Carl, we are not making a virginity is a superpower t-shirt. I want we're it n- so bad. We're not make unless we can find a way to make it super meta, we're not doing it because otherwise the people who are going to buy this shirt are just going to be like Catholic parents. Camp bloodbath. You do like the 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 like the uh, logo. logo. Um like it's a painted sign, you know, in states where they get all the fancy like, well, oh, camp yeah. bloodbath where virginity is a superpower. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> we could probably do that. Mate, I can make anything work. Look at Dan. T-shirt designers, if you're listening, we'll have, have a t-shirt. A t-shirt. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Oh my God, Carl, everything is a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. Carl, everything is a t-shirt t-shirt. <laughs> if you'd like your Carl, everything is a t-shirt t-shirt t-shirt, then... <laughs> now that they've... They're... Why is this funny to me? It's not funny. <laughs> and we're back in the room. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, yeah, right, right, so now that they've realized they can die in horror movies, they're even more scared, so they decided to, to pair up with that team and escape, basically. They try running away, and they keep running through the same scene again. This is Because they, they can't leave the camp now. They are- this is another one of these amazing cinematography sections where the DOP just earned their goddamn living. Yeah. Right? Just super wide angle 360 shot continuous yeah. over yeah. and over and over right not even three like a 720 or 1080 yeah. shot yeah yeah it doesn't happen it's super weird and super lovely and they keep it, repeating it, it the makes, footage of it, tina going you're, you're back. back yay <laughs> oh god and she's just a ray of wait where are you going section- you'll miss the slumber party you came back yay, yay. oh man so they can't run away the movie won't let them leave They've got to complete the movie, so now that's it's arm yourself up and hug a virgin. But that's okay because camp songs. Kumbaya, oh no, kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. Like, and it's clearly not his register. <laughs> like he is a tenor trying to sing baritone. It is hard, bro. It is, and to to his credit, he does it well. He doesn't do I bad. I think just the actor is a good singer, and he it's is. always difficult to get a good singer to sing badly. He does the Pitch Perfect movies as well. Oh, does he? Yeah. I don't know what those are. Glee movies, comedy Glee movies. It's got a Rebel Wilson in it. That's that show Anna my Kendrick. sister liked. Anna Kendrick. I don't know. Is there singing? Yes. So he can it's sing. A, yeah, he can sing. Cool. Yeah, that's what I figured. Like, dude can actually sing. Mm. He, I think he, he's down, um, he, they do a lot of singing in Workaholics. Like, it's just random, like, uh, jingles and stuff. Yeah, but again, the the, the DOP loves these circular shots because they're all in sort of like a, a kumbaya circle. Mm-hmm. And the movie people are just legitimately, sincerely into their song of kumbaya. Yeah. And the others have just watched their best friend and or comic foil and or brother die in front of them after they watched two random strangers die sister he wept true but he didn't want it not like that yeah not like that (laughs) we missed that line earlier again Uh, we're missing a lot of lines it's so much there's so so many if we were to do every line we would just be reciting the movie it's it's a quotable movie this is why we're not doing monty python also i've seen all the monty python that's another reason but like, and now for something completely different? Yeah. Oh, right. You, I've wow. seen every you'd, you'd be, Monty Python. Sh- I'm shocked at people because a lot of them, I say, that's, like, I've seen every Python movie. Like, right. Brian, and now for something thing, completely different. And then different. I always go, have you seen now for something completely different? They're like, no. Uh, I've seen every Python movie. I've seen every Granted, granted it's now for something completely different is a 
mm, super episode of Flying Circus. I have the also greatest, seen the greatest hits of Flying. Yeah, but the edit itself does add something. Yeah, yeah. I would, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. <clears throat> that's the only place where I'm like, no, 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 that's my superpower. Monty Python <laughs> trivia, right? Uh, probably not anymore now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you, oh, might, well. you might surely know more than the average cat. Yeah. Who's that guy who stars in it? John Close? Uh, no, no, no. It's um, Clyes. Got John it. Clyes. John Clyes, who does the, the cat slap dance. Yep. Got and, the, it. and the Ministry of Slightly Unusual Footsteps. The Ministry of Slightly Unusual Hand Clapping. Yep. Got it. Right. Uh, but yeah, the, the, a lot of these shots, I just like, I so I want to make jokes, but freak- I can't make jokes. They're so good. After the singing, they start freaking out the the um, camp, the actual counselors yeah. by, being, by revealing their phones or Adderall or asking where the chainsaws are. Yeah. Well, just as they're losing hope, Paula arrives in her Pontiac Firebird. Mm-hmm. Ripped jeans. Leather jacket, extreme close-up cigarette lighting. Extreme close-up, whoa. A cigarette which she immediately throws on the ground. I only need one toke. I guess. To be a badass. Yeah. And a terrible smoker. But you're also going to be running away from a, you're potentially running away from a masked killer shortly, so. Yeah. So the gang decides to stick with Paula and make sure no one has sex. That way Billy won't show up and they can wait it out until the end of the movie. But... Chris is covering Kurt. Say so all, they all take their guys. Yeah, and go. Okay, I'm going to cover him. They play proper sports defense. I'm going to, you know, spot yeah. your man. So Chris is covering Kurt, who is openly reading pornography because, of course, he is. Look at that! Just some hoots, hoots. Hey, you, you, you don't. What, know. Are, what are you? If, okay, so I, I don't want to say this word, but this is in the thing. The, this is the '80s, and yeah, just, Kurt sort of goes, uh, "You a fag? What are you a fag?" Hmm. You don't like big hoots? Hootin'? <laughs> hey, my dads are gay, so shut the hell up. So again, th- this is the part that redeems it slightly, because I'm like, I still don't like the fact that they use this fucking word. <laughs> but, yeah, right, gay guys can't have kids. They're too busy going to discos and having sex with each other, and it's, it's actually a pretty cool lifestyle. Kurt's <laughs> no, so- gay! Kurt has gone so far into bigotry that he's passed straight through the other end and found common ground with people he normally finds disgusting. Are we calling that a win? No, I think Kurt's secretly gay. Maybe. Maybe. Is he secretly bi? Because he's super into girls, too. Yeah, but I think I think that's it could be over, you know, overcompensating for the fact. Maybe, but like he's he seems very into it. Yeah, it's it's always it's it's kind of a tropey type thing. He's got to have one your character of... trait, Carl. Yeah, Hooten. Hooten. <laughs> <laughs> Hooten is a character trait. <laughs> Carl, sometimes I just like I'm making the joke, and we're making the joke, and I see myself making the joke from like behind my head, and I'm going, "Who the fuck is this asshole? <laughs> Who the fuck my, is this guy my, my, making this dumb joke? My... Why do we have a podcast, Carl?" God this exact it. reason <laughs> to make each other laugh and record it for the internet and talk and I get, hope you're happy and get, and, get, and get you watching movies i do appreciate it but oh anyway so the so oh god sorry this is just too good yeah so so gertie is uh covering i didn't get his name flat top what with the pins in the and the earlobe oh one second earring. okay right. what is his name but he's cool but Gertie is covering this guy. Uh, 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 he's Blake. 
Blake. Yeah, so he she's covering Blake. And mm-hmm. again, easily some of the best acting in the film, in my opinion, because Gertie is still visibly shell-shocked, having just seen her brother murdered in front of her. Yeah. And also two strangers murdered in front of her. Yep. But and, still but wants also, to get it out. But also, well, I don't know about that. I think vulnerable and confused and fighting the urge to seek comfort mm-hmm. in this admittedly very lovely man's kindness. Warm embrace. Yeah, but she's... Like, she's fighting the urge to do this because she knows that that's going to kill them all. Yeah. God, that sucks. Yeah, but... We've all been in a place where it's like, I, I need a hug. I need mm. a hug. Fuck. But, like, it's an 80s horror movie. I imagine even a hug is like, oh, that's <laughs> almost... <laughs> <laughs> what's that what's that i got i got i gotta love the fact that like um uh, serial slasher killers like wrestlers have entrance music <laughs> entrance, it. entrance sound effects yeah <laughs> oh man but uh who is covering tina oh that's uh that's uh vicky is vicky, covering tina. tina so vicky is covering tina and also paula is there because no one needs to cover paula paula's fine so uh what's wrong with this cassette there are no holes in it it's a smartphone <laughs> yeah right and, and what are these tic tacs you can't have my tic tacs do not eat my tic tacs she's she's still got like a whole thing of adderall yeah hey paula where are the chainsaws at why would we need a chainsaw at a slumber party <laughs> she's i don't know what accent that is but i kind of dig it uh hey i'm paula that I missed the Kumbaya circle. Yeah, I, I, it sounds like you're doing a Daria impression. It sort of sounds like Paula is a Daria impression. Yeah. If Daria were like paired, <laughs> if she gave t- a hoot, hootin'? If she gave at least one single hoot. Yeah. And Max is covering her mother, I mean Nancy, <laughs> who is dangerously close to doing it with Kurt, because yes. of course she is. Fortunately, the sound designer was helpfully foreshadowing Billy's arrival. Yep. So Max knows to intervene. Thank you, sound designer. You're the true hero of this story. So they all start saying that Billy's real and stuff like that. Yep. Um, which causes the group to sit down and for Nancy to tell the story of Billy. Mm. Flashback! Well, kind of. They have a little scene first where Max sits down with Nancy oh, yeah, yeah. at the at her bed when she was waiting for Kirk going what are you doing here get out mm-hmm. so but Nancy is the only sort of non real world person who seems to be asking the right questions right yeah so when Max is she's the, the audience's logic a little bit yeah so when trying to convince Nancy out of it Nancy sort of says well I just wanted to feel grown up I wanted to feel special mm-hmm. you are special well, special to who special to me so this stranger has said, you're special to me. And she goes, who are you? you? This is weird. That's a weird thing to say from somebody who's known me for 20 minutes. Right? So I, there's interesting stuff here because we do get that suspense of what actually happens if they just tell them. Yeah. Right? What happens if – because they, I think they think correctly. If we tell them, hi, so I'm your daughter. Yeah, I don't... who's your age, and we're actually from an alternate dimension, and you are all living inside of a movie. I don't know if I'd believe them. 
granted, I'm not a movie person, so maybe the movie people will just be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, that makes sense. Uh, no, there's still suspension, because movies exist in this universe. Yeah. Movies exist, but they're also inside of a movie. Yeah, so if someone said you're in a movie, it's, it's not the Truman Show. Are we inside a movie, Carl? No, we're inside. I'm starting a, to fear. I'm inside of a computer movie. program, but this is not the time to source that. Um, I, I'm not ready. To, I need you semi-conscious to re- record the rest of this. I can't blow your brain. Oh God! What I see, if we are? I see simulation? the one. I see the ones and zeros, Paul. What would that I mean? See the ones and zeros for the universe. Uh, well, we're cracking on the movie, so yeah, I think this is when shit starts hitting the fan. Or is it? No, they go. They explain the. Um, they do the they do do the flashback don't they? Am I getting it's too late? Genie's already out of the bottle. Make a wish. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, and Chris runs up to help once again because of all of the stuff. And Gertie is left downstairs as Billy appears behind her at the window. Oh yeah, and, and then a scream, out. and then everyone comes downstairs, and they go, "We have to tell them about Billy." Billy, but he's just a legend, and they all do their scripted thing where they all go to the sofa circle and yeah. they all sit down in unison because, of course, they do. For the story of Billy. I love legends. Loch Ness, Bigfoot. Bon Jovi. All of them. <laughs> Turns out that Nancy has the power of flashbacks via ceiling goo. The world is now in black and white because, of course, it is. It's a flashback. Yeah. Gertie looks around going, oh, my God, am I having a stroke? Everything's – I can't see colors. We're in a flashback. We're in the past. And as we all know, 1957 was all in black and white. Mm-hmm. The whole world was black and white. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lollipop. <laughs> yeah. And the on-screen world and real tangible world – the the on-screen – sorry. The on-screen words – like the the title, certain yeah, title yeah. thing. Uh, it's a real intangible thing in this world because Chris has to like walk over it. Just perfect, Just... <laughs> Carl. I love this. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh my god! So it turns out, uh, Billy, his backstory, as we find out, is that he was a picked on kid, picked on by uh, the campers and also by the counselors who who when he locked himself in the outhouse. They so to get him out, they threw in a reel of uh, firecrackers. Yeah, like big ones too. Mm. And evidently, this caused third degree burns all over his body. And as he healed, his anger grew. He crafted a mask badly to hide his disfigured face, and he vowed revenge on those who'd wronged him. Can we discuss? So the pretty mask? much, Batman. <laughs> yeah, this is Batman. Batman wasn't put- tortured. His parents got killed in front of him. Tragic thing happens to him. Yeah, tragic. And he goes off and, like, finds himself a secret identity, puts on a mask. Jason. And seeks revenge against his, against the wrongdoers. Yeah, Jason's a similar story that he was left drowning in a lake when the counselors were off having sex instead of looking after him. Who's Jason? Jason Voorhees. Who's Friday the 13th. Sorry? This, Friday the 13th. This is what they usually parody. I don't know this. You've never heard of Jason Voorhees? No. The hockey mask killer. Oh yeah, no the ho- like the Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah. I thought people were just wearing a Halloween like that's, a scary that's mask. Jason, that's Jason. Oh, that's, that's who Billy is based on. Oh, cool. Sorry, I thought it was just like this is loosely based on Friday the Thirteenth with I, Billy and the. I mask cannot express how few horror movies I've seen, Carl. I'm sorry. I thought Jason was in the popular zeitgeist. What's a zeitgeist? Uh, What's a hypotenuse? <laughs> I will figure. Who's this eating out this later. chicken? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I like it. Uh, so they realize that now that they've convinced him that B- 
Billy's real and the like. Well, all... this is because they're in the scene where blood splatter goes about, mm-hmm. and Gertie gets splattered with blood during the flashback. And when she comes back, she's still covered in blood. And everyone looks at her and goes, "Ah, yeah." This horrifies everybody. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. As they just come back, mm. this horrifies pretty much no one, and everyone sings Kumbaya again. I mean, Kumbaya, no. <laughs> you tried. I tried. You tried. I tried to do a callback, and it didn't work. I'm it, sorry, Carl. It's I'll try right. harder next time. You're doing fine. Kurt and Paula jump into their car and start to drive off. Everybody else is having a panic. Kurt's trying to get into Paula's pants while they're driving away. Excellent. To Duncan re-emerging. Hey, guys, I'm not dead. No, Getting, no, 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 he's dead. Getting hit by the car, which crashes into a tote bowl, and then the car explodes, killing Paula and Kurt. Yeah, well, Kurt gets ejected from the window, yeah. and the burning car explodes and kills Paula. Yeah. That's how yeah. you ki- so they've now killed the final girl. <laughs> they've just killed the final girl. She's now, like, the, f- the third girl? Second girl. Brunette girl at the start. Mm-hmm. And then... Like dude, dude, uh, yeah. The like the eight dudes who die in the flashback, I guess. And they, no, these are the third girl. Yeah, third girl. Cool. There's several girls left. Who will be the last one? Like the movie's title. Uh, they decide that they've now that they've original characters can survive. Who survived can be killed. They yeah. realize that they have to ne- designate who the new final girl is. Yep. Uh, Tina now wearing a buoyancy aid and has oven mitts duct taped to her hands. So she can't strip. Because she's scripted to do a strip tease at the slumber party, and once she takes her top off, Billy comes running. Why does why does Billy hate her boobs? Is it because they're not big? She's got an ample handful. I mean, I wouldn't complain. I know, that's her... That's her yeah, problem. I know, that's her big... Why does he hate my boobs? boobs? Is it because they're not big? <laughs> like, oh, God, Tina, you're so adorable and hilarious. Everyone in this is just amazing. Vicky uh, nominates herself to be the final girl, where Chris yeah. immediately shoots her down, saying that she's not a virgin. Yeah. Well, I am. Technically, still I am. Well, technically, no. I mean, that doesn't... You know, yeah. Well, no. Gertie, correctly... Well, I had a lovely little flat top. Yeah. What is, what is his name again? Flat top? Oh, it's... Uh, Haircut. Blake. Blake. Blake, hearing this, this is just my favorite. He sort of goes, wait, so... Does New Wave still exist? Yeah. But we don't exist. No, this is a movie. So we, we're we in a movie and we're not real. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's taking it rather well. It, he's like, you do exist, but you only exist in this movie. And he's like, okay. Okay, yeah. I, I might not I exist in the real world, but I live in this world. No, okay. I can totally dig that. That's yeah. fine. I'm like, it's, it's, he's so cool. I Maybe he just doesn't understand. He's just like, oh, okay, cool. Movies. I like movies, and we're in one of those. I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> so they decide that Max is the only virgin. Well, Max and both Max and Nancy are still virgins because Nancy never slept yeah. with Kurt. Of course, uh, Max is a little surprised by this because she looks at Gertie and goes like, Gertie, you're a virgin. Uh, no, I'm not anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, last year, you know, the guy with the with the mustache, mm-hmm. a little sort of, what? Wasn't he autistic? Yes, he was, and he was also very romantic. And, like, not played for Damn, laughs. super freak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, let's be clear. Not that actual line, not played for laughs. No. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's super positive about people's all kinds of issues. That's mm. awesome. 
So just wanted to point that out. I like this movie. It's modern sensibilities in the 80s setting. It makes it stand out more. It does. It's weird and confusing, but also kind of great. Yeah, it's good. It has it's, su- good in the, it's good in the in the way of, yeah, good positivity, not using autism for jokes, which in the 80s would definitely would have been used for jokes. I'm convinced that's what geeks were. Yeah. Right? It was just like a way of making fun of people with uh, with mental health issues mm-hmm. or, you know, difficulties. With well, the origin mind. of the word geeks is the guys who used to bite heads of chickens in sideshows. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what an original geek is. Oh, I didn't realize. Sweet. But they... I say we bring it back. I say we bring back head-biting chicken people. Let's all be Aussie. <laughs> Aussie wasn't even Aussie. Aussie now is like, oh, I'm going to say goodbye to this hand sandwich. Hey. I'm going to finish it later. Woo. I am perfectly okay with bringing that back. What, Aussie eating a ham sandwich? No, me eating a ham sandwich. <laughs> I'm hungry. All right. We'll, we'll crack on and get this finished then. Um, they After deciding that Nancy's real guy, they realize they've got to fortify the house. Yep. Um, so it turns out Nancy's the only final girl, so they need to, or not Nancy, we need to get the Billy's machete into Max's hands so she can chop off his head mm-hmm. and we can all go home. Yeah, just casually, here, Max, just decapitate a man. Just just kill a man. Decapitate Hold, the man who's, right killed, who's killed our friends. No, I get you, but still, like, the, it's still fair, a little, like... At, just, at this point, the kill count's kind of equal? I guess. Because they're the reason that Duncan, Paula, and Kurt are dead because of making panic in the car accident. True, actually. And Billy's only killed two people at this point because Duncan was still alive. True. So at this point, they're the monsters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they caused the deaths of several people. That's why I think they they were like, well, we're killers already now. Might as well go whole hog. Pass in the machete. But yeah, that's the other option. Nancy is still a virgin because she never did the thing with Kurt. They stopped it. So it Mm -hmm. looks like she can save herself for George Michael after all. Oh, honey. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. Why? It's fine. (laughs) That's a whole... We don't need to get into that. (laughs) But yeah, according to Vicky, this won't work. Nancy is not the final girl. She's the shy girl with the clipboard and the guitar. She gets Mm. laid and then she dies. Yeah. She's part of the body count. No offense. No offense? Shit, son. That's the most offense. But this is also coming from a girl who's also having the slow realization that she's not going to survive either. Yeah, also, yeah. I think everyone's having a hard time. Yeah. And I kind of like this. I'm starting to get this about horror movies. It's not about, like, watching people die in increasingly interesting and sadistic ways. It's about That's the, part of it. It's about the human drama of... Survival. What, of survival. Well, what happens when you know you're about to die how do you react to your surroundings to other people so and you do I, get some cool like huh, was this how i'm going out deaths in horror i guess so yeah uh but i i like this i didn't realize this about horror movies because like for a non-horror movie guy who's never really entered into it what i thought horror movies were yeah was I want to watch the fictionalized glorification of people being dismembered. I want to watch them thrown into a pit of needles. I want to watch people being tortured for laughs. That's what I thought horror movies were. There are people horror would go like that. that. I won't lie to you, but that's not what the genre is. It's more... This is it. Yeah, I think I... I it's let, more watching uncomfortable situations to see how you would react. I think it's interesting to me, because I, I like character mm. more than I like... Uh, most others. It's the reason I don't like sitcoms. I prefer a character-based humor. 
and I think this is a similar thing. I th- I think I'm starting to be a horror fan, Carl. Yeah, well, I think I'm getting there. Well, hopefully, when we get a future guest and former guest of of my other show, Mister Thomas Dennett Cook, on, you'll he'll be able to give you a better masterclass in horror. Oh my God, do we have a not so secret secret guest we for have our a special so Halloween special extravaganza? Potentially one for Paul Tober. <laughs> one for Paul Tober. Yeah. Or as I pitch. One for Paul the October episode, or something from the episode, like what we usually call it. That's now the episode name. Yeah, is that the whole the whole spiel? Fine. <laughs> Turns out they, that Nancy does indeed have a lot of Max's mother in her. Mm-hmm. She faces imminent mortality, regretting all the things she'll never get to do, like fall in love and start a family. And hmm. <laughs> I know something. I I know I should have known something was up with this place. I mean, think about it. What the hell kind of summer camp has waterbeds? Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. What do we do now? We fight. fight. So they start rigging up traps and stuff and things. Oh, yeah. Cue the uh, battle montage prep. For Operation Booby Trap. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, another, like, I do like a good battle prep montage. The, the way this was shot reminded me a little bit of the Edgar Wright movies I've yeah. seen. A lot of the quick zooms into stuff, a lot of... I, I really dig it. Yeah. Again, this D.O.P. is goddamn killer. It's, it's very so good. good. It's movie well, is very good. What was their name again? Uh, did we uh, figure out their name? Because I, I, I did. I said it earlier. It's Ely uh, uh, Smoke Smolkin. Ilya? It's, it's E-I-E-L, Ely, and Smolkin, S-M-O-L-K-I-N. Mr. or Miss Smokin, I don't know how to pronounce your name, but I like your work. I will... We can find out. But we like your work. This is so cool. And as the evening approaches, Vicky realizes that she's the mean girl in a 1980s horror movie, and she's likely to die tonight, so time to make her peace with her he? friends. He? He, okay. Uh, as other movies include uh, Shark Skin. He hasn't really worked since this, apparently. Huh, weird. I know he's done a couple of hunting seasons and stuff like that. Continue. Yeah, he's a DP and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like his He's work. on The Musicians. He's the final girl. I'm I'm dying up here. Uh, a lot of TV. Don't come. I think he's better than TV, honestly, because this stuff is kind of great. He's done a few movies, but he, like TV's regular work, isn't it? I suppose so, yeah. I'm surprised guys like Edgar Wright haven't picked him up, but I guess they've sort of found DOPs they like to work with. The Babysitter Murderers. He's done a lot of TV. He did. He worked for College... Ah, that's why he does comedy so well. He worked for College Humor for five, for, for, uh, for five years. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, that's how, you, that's how you get to know to do all that kind of cutting stuff like, and that editing, because it's fast paced for, faster pace for YouTube. Mm. I, uh, YouTube isn't really that fast paced anymore. In the com- in thing. the comedy stuff, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. Smosh has so many cuts. So many cuts. Yeah, true. But nobody watches Smosh anymore. I love now. Smosh. It's all about PewDiePie. Oh, I love I love Smosh. Yeah, but we're nobody. I love it too. We're not people. We're, <laughs> no. we're only just people in a movie. Carl. We're fictional. We're fictional voices on your computer on your phones and computers. Yeah, we are. We're just disconnected. We are the people. Matrix. We're like over there somewhere. Right, where were we in this movie? If it makes you feel better, I'm the one who spread the rumor that you had some weird disease where you had you were always on your period. Wow, that's evil. Thank you. <laughs> Gertie, I fucking love you. Gertie is the best. 
it's just the way you <laughs> you sold that as well. Oh my god! <laughs> Cut to Tina trying to get her mittens off. Hey, what is this thing anyway? It's a phone. <laughs> yeah, right. Hello, I'm trying to reach somebody, but the phone's not plugged into anything. <laughs> I'm not that dumb. Yeah, uh-oh, someone left the Adderall in Tina's pocket. How many did you take, Tina? Then Nancy gives two, two, Max two, a ten, friendship no, bracelet. 30. Maybe there's a way that Nancy can get out of the movie with them. Yeah, now you see, now I'm sure that she's going to die. Oh, yeah. I'm ab- Now I'm certain she's going to die. Yeah. I don't even need to be a horror movie person to be like, nope, yep, she's done. They've done too much prep on how she's going to stay alive. Oh, yeah, of course. She's dead immediately. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Uh-oh, Tina's channeling her inner Charlie Sheen. Oh, she yeah, she's definitely done an eight grand rock and he's got she tiger blood in her veins. tweaking. Oh, yeah. Hey, you, so, t- hey t- eyes here. Eyes here, Tina. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> visual jokes on a podcast. We did the hand <laughs> signal that she does. Yeah. So, uh, it's fine. Oh, man. So, it's like, maybe she'll be just, like, really focused as she... She's tripping she balls, is man. Tweaking hard. The Adderall is just speed. In controlled quantities, it can be a really effective medicine for certain conditions. But if you don't have those conditions, it's just speed. And if you take 30 of them, it's a lot of speed. So it's you, finally you've time. You've clearly never gone to a punk weekender. Um. I have, but <laughs> it's been a long time. Dun, 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 dun. It's now finally time to unleash the beast. Best dance sequence ever. Ah, no, I I prefer the one later on in the film. I like this, Mm. and I like the one from Napoleon Dynamite. I would put them at a similar levels of funny. Well, Cherry Pie is also a classic. Also the song's By Warrant. True. A lot of cherry references in this movie, eh? Eh, It's a cherry thief. He's a cherry thief. He's a cherry thief. He's a cherry pie thief. First he bakes him. <laughs> so uh, Tina, having done the sexy Are strip you saying eats, that he supplies marijuana before intercourse? And after. And, oh, well, he's a careful, he's a considerate lover. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, so Tina, having done the thing, goes, ay, 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 which is presumably a reference to something i didn't get otherwise she's just making a funny noise she's just, no, she's just screaming like yeah come get these titties yeah and she flashes outside the door yeah and billy she- arrives and she panics and runs backwards trips over the tripwire and face first into what looks like a weasel trap a bear trap bear traps are much larger than that it's what they've got on the wikipedia yeah, well, they don't know traps, but it's a, it's a big old trap that traps her head in it. Big old springs. Big old sprang trap. Sprang trap. Sprang. Sprang. <laughs> so now we get some killings. We get some killings. They use, like, what I can only describe as a Scooby-Doo plan to, like, swing a battering ram down from the ceiling and, like... Into a door of antlers and spikes. Yeah, just antlers. So they, yeah. they pin him to a door of antlers... I think it's kind of the creepiest thing is that there's never any noise from Billy other than the one sound effect. That's in keeping with uh, like your kid is like Leatherface and Jason who don't talk. They either just scream or. Sure, yeah. Or, well, Michael Myers doesn't speak. Like Jason doesn't speak. The silence is creepy. The uh, terrified. Because you don't know whether you actually hurt the guy. Yeah. Right? And you don't know if he's dead. If he's quiet all the time, yeah. you know he's dead. That's Maybe why, that's still... why when the buddy drunk jerks up and, come, and hops out, the horn's all fine. Yeah. So Gertie 
finally goes, kisses Flat Top. I keep calling him Flat Top because that's like he's got like three lines and he is great. But like they say his name once in the movie, Carl. You literally quoted the line, hey, Blake, awesome guitar earlier. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I said, hey, choice guitar. Yeah, you said I Blake. didn't say Blake. Did I say Blake? You said Blake. I don't remember saying Blake. <laughs> you have it in front of you. I don't have things in front of me. I don't have things in my mind. I watched this last night again to re- uh, yeah. remind myself. Anyway, Blake. So yeah, she kisses Blake, mm-hmm. which in movie parlance means she's about to die. Oh yeah. And so is he, of course. Yeah. So Blake's job is to go up and grab the machete, but as it turns out, the machete is still very much attached to a non-dead Billy who stabs him. Yeah. This DOP likes his spinny shots. Woo! Yeah, it's super cool. And I can't, uh, you'd have to watch this just to, again, to be like, oh shit, yeah, we I do realize. Well, obviously, you'll get our recommendation at the end of the episode like we normally do. Yeah. I, as it stands, I highly recommend this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it should already be clear. I'm super liking this. Mm. But yeah, they lure Billy into the kitchen, then upstairs. Then they keep pin- pinning him with a bunch of fire arrows. And the plan is, once he's in the bedroom, they pull a cord, and that cord pulls a bucket, and that bucket pours petrol, I guess, over him. Or alcohol, or, or some flammable knows. material. Big orange flames kind of looks like petrol to me, but that's just like SFX all it is. Yeah. Whatever the explosion is, it's, it's always petrol, petrol, right? Petrol and maybe some uh, black powder or something. If you want smoke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you want just big old sparks. Yeah. Big old yellow sparks. But uh, yeah, so they do that, and... Then Vicky and Gertie, who were together pulling the rope, the bucket mm-hmm. gets stuck. No. And Billy pulls a bookshelf over them and through the bookshelf stabs Gertie. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Gertie. Dang it. You were the best, though. And in a moment of self-sacrifice, Vicky says, you guys, the remaining people, get the hell out of here. And I'm going to pull the rope. And she pulls the rope and everything explodes, presumably killing everyone except Billy. Carl, what's happening? You're having a stroke. In slow motion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this so much. God. They so say it, the, the slow-mo and it continues and it goes on a bit longer than it should, like it always does in 80 horror movies. Again, an awesome sequence. Yeah. Props to the stunt team. That jump from a second story on fire on fire is legit dangerous and crazy, and I'm convinced they did it practical. And goddamn, this is fun, mm. right? And that little cut at the end. So, like, I guarantee you, the stunt person who landed, they landed and rolled because that's the way you or onto land pad onto pads or a yeah. Uh, yeah. The way you do that normally. Airbag. Well, the way you could do that is you could sort of set a bunch of turf over top of a bunch of big pads. Yeah, yeah. Or you could replace the pads with blue screen stuff in post and try to get the lighting right. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, I don't think they did that. Well, I think it's a practical effect. I think they – because, I mean, people do land out of second-story windows. What they do is they sort of slam their feet down first and Mm. then fall backwards to sort of judo their way back down. It still hurts like hell. Oh, yeah. God damn. Like, the, this stunt work is real good. I was not going into this expecting to see actual world-class uh, nah, stunt Nah, you don't expect anything from this movie, to this be fair. great. I really like it. it. That was legit scary. Like, this thing is an on-fire, 
juggernaut of like an unstoppable force and they have to somehow get away from this thing that will never stop yeah god that's amazing that's jason i get i is it is billy oh billy i think it's even funnier. people know what i meant i think that's even funnier they call him billy yeah oh no it's billy little billy it takes all power away from him i guess in a way yeah chasing through the woods still in slow-mo they realize that Nancy has the power of flashbacks. But now current Billy is inside the flashback. And because he's inside the flashback, the car that comes into the flashback originally just slams into Billy. And he goes through the row and he goes through the les. Yeah. That is hilarious. Ugh. <laughs> and as past Billy runs off after having had the firecrackers done to him, they discover a part of the camp they've never seen before. Yeah, oh, yes, it's Billy's elusive cabin, the secret cabin he's been hiding in for years. Yep, and as they come back into the present, because it's again an emergency, and Billy catches up with them, and they need to quickly tell the story again, Billy stabs Chris and oh, yeah. drags Nancy away. Fortunately, they're able to seek refuge in a conveniently located chapel. Of course it had to be a chapel. Yeah, even as a non-horror movie guy, I'm pretty sure this has got to be a trope, right? Uh, some kind of place of religious worship or somewhere that's sanctified is is sure, commonplace. Yeah. Or it's a barn or an abandoned gas station. or yeah. Basically somewhere they can get either supplies or they can rest for a couple of minutes in the dry. Yeah. So empowered with new resolve and with knowledge of this location in the camp, Max goes off to rescue Nancy. Now everything is red because horror movies. And then it's blue again because horror movies. And she rescues Nancy. Because horror movies. And in the process, she gets stabbed within the side with a tiny knife. But she gets his machete. Oh, she got the machete in the flashback, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she stole it there. Yeah, after he got hit by the car. But then tries to attack He has like a tiny like stub knife, I guess, on the end of his... Just a tiny knife. And uh, yeah, they escape back to the chapel and prepare for the final confrontation. Turns out, Nancy can't be the final girl. She needs to die. Wait, no. Max can't be the final girl. That's it. My notes are excellent. Max tries to attack Billy to no effect. Gets thrown into a wall. Yeah. That's when Nancy realizes that Max can't be the final girl because she's still alive. True. Hmm. And Max finally realized that Nancy is kind of not really her mother and has to let go both of Nancy and a little bit of the memory of her mother. Yeah, basically. So her mum, doing the honourable thing, yeah, strip teases to Betty Davis eyes. Yeah. Which is their song, I which guess. Which is their song, which is the song that's unfortunately playing when she dies. Yeah, this is probably the weirdest feeling self-sacrifice scene I've ever seen. Because I, re- I actually generally enjoy the song Betty Davis eyes. It's a great song. <laughs> it's a wonderful song. I agree entirely. But watching a strip tease as someone, as a murderer is coming towards a woman to it is a bizarre choice where it's somewhere between like playful stripping wholesome mother-daughter wholesomeness and brutal murder it's a thin and dangerous line to trapeze on but but it does it it well i don't understand how this is possible carl they have plumbed the depths of what's possible in cinema ish writing i goodish writing but i mean just visual storytelling in a way too because well, it sells their connection. It sells their connection. It's, the, it's, it's, it's never it's never seedy. 
No, it's not the striptease seedy. is never no. seedy. It's I'm. It's an it's an it's it's a girl trying to be attractive in a nightclub. She's not going too far. She's not giving anything away, but she's showing she can move. Yeah, but it's also occasionally like, oh shit, I'm gonna die. Yeah, right. And, that, and then you it's can that, see and then it go across her face from time. And when to she, time. only when she turns back away from Alex, do you see it from her from Max? Sorry, from Max. Yeah. She looks back. It's this it, whole scene is. The lead up to it, the the scene itself, the visual storytelling, the way that it was uh, foreshadowed and set up mm. is remarkable cinema in a way that I don't see a lot in serious movies. No. This is like a – this is a silly comedy movie, Carl. It's a pastiche of 80s. Why is this a legitimately moving moment? Because they made you care about these characters. I guess. This is Which so is cool. what good writing is. This if you is care so about cool. the characters, you mind when they die. It's not supposed to be. La- I'm supposed to be laughing when they die. I'm not supposed to be like, oh, no. That's more Tucker and Dale. I guess, right? I did like that. No, I know you. I did like that movie a lot. But now filled with determination. And the powers of the final girl. Final the, girl. Because red lightning proves that you're a final girl. Oh, of course. You can't have Final Girl without Red Lightning. You can't have that. No. So striding toward Billy says, you just fucked with the wrong virgin. Notably, Paula's line in the original, as mm. we see earlier in the, the movie movie bit, the movie inside of a movie in a movie. So this fight scene is super stylized and kind of cool looking. Mm-hmm. It's paced weirdly, but I, th- I think that's also just 80s pastiche. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So like, this is what it looked like. And... As she decapitates Billy, it's suddenly sunrise, and the credits roll, and a still-wounded Chris and Max finally kiss. Warm embrace. Warm embrace. Then the movie ends, I guess. But who, Carl, who puts an age rating at the end of a movie? It's, a, it's an old, uh, it's an old stuff. Oh, is it actually? Yeah. Okay, because I was have, like, used I used to have a big whole title card in cinemas of what the rating was like you did at the beginning of the movie. Oh, so they both topped and tailed yeah. it with it. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that because I thought this was a clever thing for the reason of they all wake up in hospital and everyone's fine. Turns out they were fine. I guess it all was a dream, right? Well, except for you know, Duncan's got his huge scar. Oh yeah, across him. That's no, it was totally all real. Yeah, he's got a big old slice. And then he looks into out in the hallway and there's a Rubik's Cube and a Game Boy. And a gremlin. And a gremlin. From that movie I haven't seen. That's our Christmas movie this year then. Hooray. <laughs> we already have specials lined up. All right. If you want to see gremlins, then oh, shout well, at if, us. If we need to do if we're doing the first Christmas one for Paul, it's gotta be gremlins. It's gotta be gremlins. It's gotta be gremlins. Evidently. I don't know why. I've not it's seen it. Christ- it's at Christmas. Is it? It's a Christmas movie. Okay. I watch it every year at Christmas. Okay. That, Muppets Christmas Carol, Scrooged, and Iron Man 3. It's too early to think about Christmas. It's We're not, still in one for Paul it, Toba. It's not. It's 86 days away, as my work has just informed me. That's, uh, we at, are, it's at, not even Halloween. At time of recording. It's uh, not even Halloween yet. I know, I know. So, wait. So it was real. And, oh shit, they're in the sequel. Yep, Billy got two swords and a doctor's jacket. Oh, no. He found a lab coat somewhere. My question, is, yeah, no. Is this sequel set years later and Billy has got, actually got a medical degree? <laughs> <laughs> or did he just buy a lab coat? Or did he just kill a doctor and take the lab coat? Yeah, you can just buy a lab coat. 
you can't buy lab coats. Lab yeah. coats are earned. <laughs> Heaven. Oh, man. So I guess to find out the thrilling conclusion, we'll have to wait till Final Girls 2. Um, right? When is Final Girls 2 coming out? This movie didn't rock the boat as well as it did. It got medium to okay reviews. It didn't do well in cinemas. As it stands, there's currently no plans for Final Girls. If I'm honest, I kind of don't mind that. No, I'm fine with it. I kind of don't mind that because I... The, the, the sequel would just be the same movie again with slightly different setup and jokes, surely. Or it, it would play on the tropes of horror sequels, which is kind of what uh, Scream 2 did. I guess, but at that point, you're just into Scary Movie 2, and you're like, okay, well, I just understand fundamentally what all the jokes are now, and it's slightly too far removed, it's slightly less general, and it means that our comedy is limited in a much more, in a much more narrow way. Yeah, I agree, but... It doesn't need a sequel. Um, I think it's a great standalone. I, I wouldn't yeah. want a sequel. I would prefer for these uh, same people to make new, cool, different stuff. But I'm, I'm glad this exists. This yeah. is so fun, Carl. Yeah. It's so fun. This is why I chose this movie. It's one of the reasons when uh, people talk to me about what horror films would I recommend to people who have not watched horror, I do recommend The Final Girls. Yeah, okay. Because if you want to understand what an, what 80s horror is, but you want more contemporary references or... It's a you. It would be like a character like yourself in that situation. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, between the, like, I think you've been doing a good job of weaning me onto it at least. So, mm. like, t- I, I guess if you're trying to get your friends into horror people stuff at home, then well, because you follow I, the the patented Carl plan where you start with like well, Tucker and Dale and stuff. In behind of the show, Dan is very into his horror and Stephen King and stuff like that. He, sure. It's more of his. So it's also getting, so you can do more stuff with Dan. Oh, sure. And it's also because I throw out a lot of serial, not serial killers, um, slasher killers. You throw out a lot of killers. Like like Jason and Freddy, Jigsaw, Leatherface. They're the kind of horror that I enjoy. I've heard of one of those now. Leatherface is from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Freddy Krueger is from the Nightmare on Elm Street. I've Re- heard of those names. Yeah. How you've not heard of Jason Voorhees generally know. baffles me. I don't know. I don't know. People, like, they go to Halloween and they wear a hockey mask and carry a knife. And I'm like, oh, I guess that is scary. Uh, by the way, I'm bringing that up when Tom comes on like the show. His favorite serial horror. His favorite horror. I thought they were know. dressing up as like hockey player serial killers or something. And I was just like, okay, I guess that's a super popular theme. I said, I missed a, a hockey movie at some point in my life. All right, then, Paul, would you recommend this movie to Oh, me? yeah. Yeah, 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 everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a kind of person, if you don't enjoy meta humor, you might not enjoy this. Yeah. If you if you don't enjoy, uh, parody isn't the right word, but pastiche maybe, if you don't like that, if you don't like humor. referential humor, then maybe you're sort of half into it. Uh if you don't like gore, it's not super gory. No. There's some blood. There's like a few scenes where it's like they squirted some glycerin. And, and the guy, stuff. The, literally the most violent thing I think you see on stream is Duncan getting cut in half. He and doesn't even get all then, the way cut in half. It's just, yeah, but it's a good yeah. slice into his side. So Yeah, so that's the worst. And it's not that bad. And it's like three seconds. You're fine. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is sort of, it's a comedy movie. There's... Like it's, it's there's some lovely... good comedic actors in this with Adam Devine, Tom Middleditch. That's Duncan. That's uh, Duncan and uh, Kurt, respectively. They're kind of great. I I think I would recommend this movie to a lot of people. I can't think too much of the people who would hate this movie. It's a good put on if you've got a bunch of mates around. You want something on in the background while 
other stuff's happening. Some people can watch the movie. Some people can have a chat. It's a good, like, in on the, not if people people should would hopefully focus on it. But it's one of those great background movies. I like to call it. Yeah, like, if like you a, a hot stuff. fuzz and stuff like that. I haven't seen hot fuzz. It's on the list. Yeah. Because yeah, we're, do, we're, we're doing all of Kevin Smith. We're doing the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Maybe Baby Driver once the Kevin Spacey thing. It won't ever go away, but it's not so much in the zeitgeist. No, yeah, I like this a lot. I, I, There's not, I think, a huge number of people who wouldn't like this. Mm. I, I, It's one of my personal favorites. Back when we were doing Off the Reels, um, when we did the first Halloween special, I had not long watched this. Oh, okay. And it was my recommendation to people. And I actually had Rhea and Greg afterwards ask me if I'd come on to do that. But that's another story for another time why that never happened. Yeah. Uh, we're at the end of the movie and at the end of the episode. Yeah. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Pop Culture Pod. You can follow us on Facebook at Pod Pop Culture. And you can follow us on Instagram at underscore Pop Culture Pod. You can follow me at Speaker Cone and you pretty can, much everywhere. And you can follow me on uh, Twitter at HalfBlind1989. Comment, share, subscribe. And, you know, tell your friends. Tell mm-hmm. your mom. If your mom's into horror movies. Uh, I think moms are into horror movies. Do you think moms are into horror movies? Not my mom. She doesn't even like movies. She doesn't like movies. No. Maybe don't recommend it, us to people who weird, don't like Weird, right? <laughs> Maybe tell us, you know what? Recommend us to people who don't like movies. Maybe they'll listen to the show and like the show, but even if they don't like the movies. Yeah. Recommend uh, us to everyone. <laughs> recommend us to your dog. Well, Frankie has heard some episodes. <laughs> Bye, guys. This I have has been a good, great. Have a good one. Catch you soon. Peace. Peace. Because she gets her ass stabbed in the water bed.